believe it's September already. The year's like just flying by. Anyway, so much is going on. Let's talk about it. As always, I'm Maurice and you're listening to Category Is. Welcome, welcome, welcome back for another week of Category Is. Just wanted to thank you for um, coming back week after week and Sorry about the brief hiatus a couple of weeks ago, but we're back on the regular schedule. So thank you so much for for joining. Let's just hop right into it. Not many um, kind of updates with my new puppy. We do have our first um, training session down at um, Petco. So that will be on Thursday. So next week I'll have an update uh, for you there. But yeah, he's he's doing good. He's he's growing so much and like so fast. It's really um, He's getting heavy too, so it's like just thinking about how much he's grown since we first got him is is um, really crazy. So I'll share pictures um, probably next week. So what am I drinking today? So um, I'm having a hard seltzer. Which give the backstory: um, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, um, my boyfriend had a work function. Um, it was like an outdoor, we call it a pig picking uh, down south, but up here they called it like a some kind of roast or something. But it's basically where you barbecue or you roast the whole hog. And um, we call it pig picking because like it's <laughs> the whole hog is there and you kind of just go and like pick the pieces that you want because, you know, you have like the different cuts have different flavors and, you know, it's they roast it like all night. Um, and then around, you know, like four or five o'clock the following day is when, when the thing happened. So, um, yeah, we had to drive out to New Jersey, um, part of Jersey I'd never been to, um, it's very, uh, rural in central Jersey. Um, but yeah, it was outside. They had this huge like tent set up. Um, it was... I don't know how many people, but this place was like nine acres. So it didn't seem like everyone was like kind of crammed into one spot. It was very, it was a little basic because, um, you know, it's a lot of Caucasians there and they brought their Caucasian drinks. And so um, there's a lot of like Michelob light, <laughs> a lot of beer, and then a lot of the White Claw situation. And then there's like Truly, which is another brand. And then there is, I forget, but they're basically like the spiked um, seltzer situation. So this was my first time, one, being around people in like over a year. And then it was also my first time having this, this White Claw um, phenomenon, which has taken the world by storm. So, you know, they have like all the flavors and the pineapple one was good. And then the, um, I think it had the mango and then like a strawberry one. So they have like all these flavors. I mean, I can, I can see the appeal of it. Like the calories are low. I think there's, I don't know how many calories in it, but then also you get like a range of flavors and it was an interesting, interesting um, take. So when we got back, we actually bought, um, some this one is called Two Robbers. Same concept, but I think it's more marketed more for like a male demographic because when you look at like the Truly and the the White Claw, that's definitely for like 
the white Becky's and the Karen's. Um, just in like even in the marketing with it, because Truly has um, the Duolingo girl on there and on their commercials. And um, but this two robbers, it is in like the same shaped can as like a beer can because like the truly in the white claw they're in the skinny white cans um but yeah this one's more like a, a beer like can masculine <laughs> shape i guess um but yeah it's um the flavor i have is the uh black cherry and lemon flavor so it's good it's cute i think for me i would prefer more of a like a vodka soda and just use like a sparkling water, like Spindrift that actually has like real fruit in it. I'm not really a fan. I like the artificial flavors and the artificially flavored stuff. So I would probably just do um, something with more like real fruit juice in it next time. So, but I mean, it was cute. <laughs> like I said, the event was kind of basic because this one girl, uh, one of his coworkers says to me, she's like, oh, I brought some wine. Um, if you guys want that, <laughs> she had bought like a bottle of like cupcake wine. I was like, girl, no, ma'am. I'm good. I'm good on that, actually. Yeah. Might as well bring out the Sutter home, but no. Nah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, check out the hard seltzers if you haven't already. Uh, so let's just hop into the categories for this week. So it is time for category is the first category this week is one of my favorite shows on TV, Dancing with the Stars. Y'all know I love Dancing with the Stars. So if when I become famous <laughs> and world renowned, I'm going to go on two shows. Well, mm, I don't know. We'll have to see how this Jeopardy situation uh, pans out. But the other show I definitely want to go on is dancing with the stars because i don't know i just like the show and i like the concept and seeing like the people's journey about how they start off like a hot mess and then by the end you know they're really dancing like professionally so i really like it and then they lose a lot of weight too um throughout the season so dancing with the stars just announced the first two contestants who are going to be um competing this season so suni lee who american gymnast you know, she won the gold medal in the all-around on the team um, event. They won the silver. The U.S. women's gymnastics team won the silver. Um, you know, this is whole after uh, Simone pulled out of everything. So, um, you know, SUNY's capitalizing on, <laughs> on this moment. I know she just started at Auburn University um, as well. So... Good luck to you and your freshman year, girl. I don't know how you're going to be managing them classes if y'all are um, not virtual, because you're going to be flying back and forth to L.A., but I guess you'll figure it out. Um, so she's joining the cast, and then JoJo Siwa, who is that middle-aged, she says she's 17, 18, 19, I don't know how old she is, but I think she... Is really like 27, 28. Um, she has a line of hair bows. And then I don't know what she does, but she did something with a little one of the little kid shows. I don't know if it was Nickelodeon or um, Disney, but she ain't got no edges either. But, um, but yeah, so uh, JoJo is making history because she is actually the first. Um, she's going to be in the first same sex partnership 
on Dancing with the Stars. So JoJo recently came out as um, a member of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, she has a girlfriend. And I guess, you know, she probably made it a point to um, say, if I'm going to be on the show, then I want a female partner or someone, you know, same gender partner um, as as me. Because, you know, I really do hate when they kind of team up the gay celebrity with, you know, someone of the opposite opposite gender. Because it's just like so heteronormative and it just never really works <laughs> for me. Um, but yeah, tens for you, Jojo, because this is, um, you know, really making history. And I know it's going to upset a lot of people. Um, it is the demographic of Dancing with the Stars is, you know, suburban, um, middle-aged, um, white people. And I know they're going to have a lot to say down at the conservative Christian um, meetings and, you know, they'll be boycotting. It will be interesting to see how long Jojo lasts on the show with this um, same gender partnership. And it kind of falls, follows um, the lead of Strictly Come Dancing, which is the UK version of Dancing with the Stars. I believe it's the original version too. And then we um, got Dancing with the Stars over here as kind of like a, a copy of that basically because i think lynn goodman who was one of, he's the older judge i believe he either created that show strictly come dancing in the uk or he's the judge executive producer whatever over there as well but um strictly come dancing has their first all-male couple this year um so it's john Waite. he's the winner of the great british bake-off um actually i think he won a while ago so it's not like a fresh winner but um He's coming up out that tent and he is joining uh, Dancing with the Star, uh, Strictly Come Dancing, I'm sorry, um, over there. And he's going to have a male partner, uh, but it's not their first um, same sex couple coupling on Strictly Come Dancing because I believe it was last season or the season before they had um, a woman to woman situation where they had. Um, I don't know their names, but I believe it was a black woman um, who was like the celebrity and she had a female um, dance partner on there as well. So, and I feel like girl on girl is probably a bit more palatable, um, acceptable, whatever, for, you know, all the reasons people think it's hot and it's cute and it's um, sexy, but you know, tends for them for kind of breaking down these barriers that, that are around for like whatever reason. And I think there was some, another show in the news recently that said, I think it was love in paradise or one of those love Island or something um, that said that they wouldn't have, they would never have a um, like gay or lesbian people on the show because it was logistically difficult or to have logistical implications or something like that, which I know a lot of people are upset about it, but I think those shows are dumb anyway, but yeah, it does make sense because the thing you specific, I don't know. It's just, 
it's just crazy. But back to Dancing with the Stars, there's two groups of people who do very well on Dancing with the Stars. Because like right after the Olympics, they always have an Olympian on there. They always have someone from the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise. But yeah, the two people who who always do great on the show in terms of athletes are gymnasts and figure skaters. And they always do try to have like a wide variety of athletes on there, but I feel like the more full-bodied athletes don't do as well because they did have Hope Solo who was on the um she's on the soccer team and they had, you know, some tennis players on there. But I feel like when you're in that kind of realm, you're not really, you don't have that kind of body awareness or like you can, you don't really take up choreography as well as someone who does gymnastics or um, is figure skating. Cause that's pretty much all choreography is all body movement It's all, you know, kind of in the same vein as like ballroom dancing, so to speak. So for gymnasts, like Lori Hernandez, who was on the 2016 um, gold medal winning women's gymnastic team. She was on there. She won um, her season. She is so cute. She looks like a little Disney princess. Um, we had Sean Johnson, who was a gymnast, and she won um, her season. I forget which season it was. And then I believe she came back for like an all-star season, and she came in like maybe second place i don't know what she did really well simone biles was actually on dancing with the stars one season but she came in fourth place which shocked the world because she was really good but they always have this kind of like shock elimination um every season which it happened lil kim season because lil kim should have won that season she was so good and like surprisingly good as well because you know people don't think lil kim can dance like that but she did really well and then um who else did we have so like for figure skaters they had nancy kerrigan and tanya harding were on there not the same season because that would have been some drama um they had adam ripon who is the figure skater and i actually saw adam at whole foods one time because he's from pennsylvania like philly area i can't but i think it's like outside the city not He's not from Philadelphia, but um, he was in Whole Foods. <laughs> he was coming down the steps and I was going up the steps and uh, he had on this so nasty, like burgundy maroon, um, like wool coat situation. And he's a lot more tiny than I pictured him for some reason. I don't know why I thought he was like much taller than he is, but he was looking good. Um, so he won because he <laughs> they had it all athlete season it was um i think it was shorter they had like maybe six or seven episodes it wasn't that many but he actually won um that season johnny weir is another figure skater and he was surprisingly horrible like johnny weir is like this larger than life personality he's like really like flamboyant and like boisterous and like unapologetically himself. And he does a lot of the commentary on like gymna um not gymnastics, on like figure skating and, and different um sporting events. Him and um Tara Lipinski. And for some reason it just was not connecting for him. He had um his partner was the black 
professional. I forget what her name was, but she's a stunning, stunningly beautiful woman. Um, and every, like week after week, it was just like you could tell Johnny was like counting in his head and like you know trying to remember the steps, and he was just too like in his head about it that he wasn't performing well if that makes any sense but yeah he was he sucked he was really really bad that season and it was really unfortunate because i really did expect him to win and then his arch nemesis who's evan lysacek who's another uh, male figure skater uh he came in he didn't win i want to say he came in like second or third place christy yamaguchi i think a lot of people know christy yamaguchi she was in I don't know how many Olympics, um, but she won her season um, as well. So, yeah, I just feel like whenever you're going to have an athlete on there, if they're a gymnast or a figure skater, they're going to go really far, if not win the whole damn thing. <laughs> this hard seltzer got me bourbon. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, it'll be interesting to see who else they have on the cast. It's rumored that my girl Kenya Moore of Real Housewives of Atlanta is going to be on there. And if she is on there, I will be so excited. I'm going to be rooting for her like because I love Kenya. She's stunningly beautiful, gorgeous chocolate skin. And I just think she could, she has potential to do well. I think she can she'll be able to like turn it on and turn it up. And um I know one thing, she's going to do better than Nini because Nini was so stiff. <laughs> and Nini could not get it together on that dance floor. Like, there's just that one dance that they made a like a gif out of, and she just looks a mess, which is unfortunate because, you know, everybody loves Nini's personality. She's like, you know, big, larger than life. And she just got on that stage and. It was not good. But also, Nini's been in the news uh, recently because her husband, Greg, apparently is having... Um, so he's his cancer came back. He had colon cancer um, a few years ago, went into remission. Um, but then it was announced recently that it came back, and apparently he's not doing that well. Um, the other night, Nini said that... Well, one, she was at, the, at her club. She has this, like, bar club situation called the Lanethia Lounge um, somewhere around Atlanta. And she was at the club and apparently um, it was someone's birthday and they said that they posted a video or something of, of Nini saying that she was very rude to them. Uh, she didn't wish them happy birthday. And then um, something else. And then Nini got on the microphone um, at the club and made this announcement that why should I have to say happy birthday to you? You don't know what someone else is going on. You don't know what's going on in someone else's life. And basically my husband is at home dying. Um, he's transitioning to the other side and, you know, and you want me to say happy birthday to you. And a lot of people took it to mean that, you know, he's like imminently dying or like, you know, won't, be here much longer that was a few days ago um they haven't said anything since then um i saw a 
post on her on her Instagram stories that they were having some kind of like tribute for Greg um, at the lounge, which I, I don't know. But my question was, if your husband is at home dying, girl, why are you at the club? Like that contract couldn't have been that airtight that or worth that much money that, you know, that one little two hour appearance was going to, you know, make or break you. Because say if he did pass away while you were down at the club, like, was that little two thousand dollars worth it? That appearance fee was that worth that much to you that you want to miss out on the last moments that your man is going to be on this earth like uh, it ain't worth it. I guess it was, but <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll see who else is on the Dancing with the Stars um, season this year. I know one thing. I just want Keo. Keo is the um, he's African. He says he's a prince in his country, which I don't know what country he in. He's from, but um, he's a professional dancer. He always gets the old lady, so <laughs> he ain't never gonna win. They always have like a some older like celebrity and he always gets them like he had Shaka Khan and they got eliminated like the first round he had some other old lady they got eliminated early he was drag I believe he was dragging around um what's the Tiger King lady I can't I forget her name but um I believe he was dragging her ass around the stage and yeah they just get put off real quick so I don't know what he did over there to piss them people off, but hopefully they get over it. So the next category that we have on the list um, is something that I'm also <laughs> really excited about. I don't know why, but um, y'all know I love Kim Kardashian, and specifically I love her and Kanye together. I know people don't understand it, but I just feel like they as a couple make sense like in their weird little way and you know they are allegedly getting a divorce like chris never mentioned it she never posted about it so if chris jenner didn't post about it then it ain't for real so um allegedly they filed for divorce in february and they were supposed to be working out you know like custody and like all the stuff the money the houses um yada 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 but Kanye has been hosting his Donda um, listening events. And in, at the last one, um, which was the third one, he recreated like his childhood home. He had like the facade of that out there. He set himself on fire on the stage. Um, and then Kim Kardashian came out in a wedding dress. And they like recreated their their wedding, you know, on the stage or whatever, which the imagery of that just got me excited because like Kim had been at the other listening events and she, um, you know, has been supporting him this whole time. Like she still posts about how much, you know, she loves him, love you forever, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, she does like the Father's Day posts and all that stuff like that. And they seem to be you know, in a very good space. Like, it doesn't seem like it's, you know, acrimonious or like they're, they just hate each other. Um, but yeah, I was excited to see them, one, together, and then two, you know, having this, like, wedding uh, 
vow renewal kind of moment. And, you know, he um, was posting or like saying things about how, you know, how much he still loves her and how much she still loves him. So I'm hoping that, you know, whatever the situation is, that they work it out because I don't know, I think they're a good match. And, you know, every couple has their struggles and they make, they make sense to me. I know a lot of people, they don't make sense, but, you know, even, so even say they are getting a divorce and maybe it's just one of those things where like the title or like the legality of the marriage just isn't working for them, but, you know, they still make a good couple because you always see those couples who they've been together forever, they get married and then, you know, it lasts a couple of years and then they get divorced. And then you see the couples who just, you know, never get married, but they're this strong, you know, united um, partnership. Case in point, Brangelina. So Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, they have been together for a long time since she stole him from Jennifer Aniston. And then they had all them kids. And then they said they kind of made it seem like they were never going to get married. And they said that, you know, oh, we'll wait until... Um, it's legal for everybody to get married and then we'll get married. And then they got married before that, like the kids had written and drawn all over her wedding dress. And then they had that moment, but then they get divorced like very shortly after that. So it was like, girl, y'all should have just stayed engaged like forever because clearly marriage ain't for y'all. But um, yeah, I think if they were in a happy space and, you know, they were just still together and didn't have the title of marriage, then maybe, you know, maybe that might work for Kim Ye. Because, you know, you don't always have to be married. You don't always have to be in this, you know, legal situation to be a family, to be supportive, to be, you know, a tight, cohesive unit. And, you know, marriage just ain't for everybody. But, you know, I hope they work it out. And unlike the people in our next category, it did not work out. For them, this is Steph Curry, basketball player. <laughs> for who? I don't know who he played for, y'all. But um, they won the championship a few times. But his parents, married 33 years, just announced that they were getting divorced. Now, after 33 years, millions and millions and millions of dollars that your kids are making, y'all decide to get divorced? Like, girl, like what is going on at that point? Y'all have been through everything. Like, sorry, y'all. I'm back. I had a little barking dog situation. But, um, yeah, so the only time I've seen the mom is that she was on Say Yes to the Dress with the daughter. And the daughter was getting married. Um, so it's not like the parents were waiting until the kids, like, graduated high school or even college because, you know, they're all grown. Mar- well, I don't know if the other son is married. But, you know, Steph is married to Aisha and they have them. Uh, kids are off limits, but they have those children <laughs> and like the daughter is married. Um, so like they're grown, grown, like making good money. And I, I just don't understand. Like now, y'all, the parents decide to get divorced after 33 years. Like, girl, that don't make no sense to me because like at that point what is there that you haven't been through 
that now you need to, to break up. I'm sure the father was cheating or there was some infidelity at some point in that 33 years. But I think what I read was that the mom has a boyfriend or has some kind of lover situation. So I think it was one of those double standards. My, it's okay if I cheat, but not if you cheat situations. And <laughs> the article said that the mom was, uh, or the dad denied the mom like spousal support or whatever, because she's living in like Kentucky or Tennessee or somewhere with this new lover. And the mom wants her money. She's like, listen, I'm entitled to however much in spousal support. Um, so you need to pay up. It doesn't matter who I'm living with or where we're living at. So she did kind of confirm that she got somebody else. Um, but, you know, she wants her coins and she's due. So Steph and Aisha put out some kind of um, article. They were trying to deflect basically what it was because you know, they didn't want all that heat and everybody in their business. So it was, they were donating some money or something, some kind of scholarship to some athletes at like some random college. Um, but that was not the story that we wanted to hear from them. So they, uh, so it just, you know, promptly went away and people are still talking about this, this um, breakdown in their marriage, which we want to know all the tea. And <laughs> we'll see at some point. So next on the list, the final category this week is, I don't know if y'all seen this um, TikTok, the milk crate challenge, Ugh, the, <laughs> the hood Olympics. Uh, my brother called it American <laughs> Negro warrior. He used the other word, but um, instead of American Ninja warrior, hilarious um, but so basically you stack up all these milk crates um into like a i guess a pyramid a triangle it kind of looks very um super mario brothers and the goal is to walk up one side of the stack of milk crates and then down the other side um without falling but everybody falls and it is painfully hilarious because i just know oof, a lot of them people need to go to the hospital hospital is not where you want to be right about now but it just looks like it hurts like no matter how you fall on these crates like broken ribs broken necks like broken arms like it is not worth it to be out here doing this so tiktok said they didn't want none of these lawsuits coming up towards them so they banned anybody from posting about this um, milk crate challenge, which it was a little too late at that point because, I mean, people been posting and showing them do this for like weeks, but I guess their legal team was like, no, ma'am, we are not trying to get any of that. Um, so that about wraps it up for the categories this week. It's now time for I Said What I Said. And you know, in I Said What I Said, this is when I... <laughs> present a very unpopular opinion so my i said what i said for this week goes to a couple from chicago doug simmons and his wife deidra um 
recently got married and I believe it was in Jamaica. They had a little destination wedding situation. Um, yeah, so they got married at the Royalton Negril Resort and Spa down in Jamaica. And they were in the news this week because they sent an invoice, so a bill, <laughs> to uh, two of their guests who did not attend the wedding after confirming and RSVPing and, you know, saying that they were going to come down to this wedding. So Deidre and Doug decided that y'all were going to reimburse me for this meal that I didn't pay for down at your table. So $120 a plate. So I'm guessing it was a couple. So two people, um, cause the invoice was for $240. They said, that this invoice is being sent to you because you confirmed seats at our wedding during the final headcount. Because you did not call or give us proper notice that you wouldn't be in attendance, the amount is what you owe us for paying for your seats in advance. You can pay us via Zelle or PayPal. Now, my thing is, girl, well... On the one hand, you know what? Y'all go for it. It's a very tacky to do, first of all, to ask for this money back. But at the same time, it's hilarious. But it's so petty because the fact that they didn't call you or text you to let you know they weren't coming already shows that they should not be at your wedding in the first place because you're obviously not that close to them. So expecting someone to then pay you for not showing up girl goodbye you ain't getting that money because your one your day is not about anybody else you can show up or not show up when i get married i could not care less actually don't just don't show up actually you ain't even getting invited about that because if you're coming to my wedding you are in my friend septagon or you related to me so you know, I'm not going to be worried about a little $120 plate of food that you did not eat. And it's not like it went to waste. Like the staff ate that food because they were saying, oh, it's about food waste and it's about this and that. And no, it's not. Girl. But to expect somebody to then pay you because they didn't want to show up to your destination wedding. First destination wedding is already an expense because I got to pay for my flight. I got to pay for my um, lodging. I got to pay for my food outside of this little one meal. And I got a lot of more stuff to take care of than that, you know? So it was like, I'm coming out of pocket a lot already. Again, only invite the people that are closest to you that you know are going to show up. And, you know, barring, you know, something unfortunate happen, happening, and maybe it did. Like, maybe it did. Maybe someone, you know, caught COVID or someone, you know, had a health situation or, you know, something with work and they couldn't come. Like maybe some of that happened. But the, again, the fact is that you're not close enough to these people that they felt they didn't have, they didn't worry about calling you and updating you and letting you know. So, I mean, you meet <laughs> Doug and Deidre, y'all might need to reevaluate uh, your friend groups because you ain't getting that money back. And then I just don't understand the purpose of this because if this $240 was going to make or break your wedding, then girl, you should not be getting married. Like down to the grill, you'd be to go your ass down to that courthouse and pay that $65 filing fee and be done because 
the only purpose of this I can see was to get some attention because you ain't getting that money at all. Like you looked good. She had them a little nasty. Mama got a shape, you know, in this red dress. And y'all of a certain age anyway. Y'all 44 and 43. Like, girl, no, ma'am. So the moral of this story is only invite people to your wedding who you know are going to show up. Give them, a, instead of send, uh, sending out this invoice, she should have sent out them an Emily Post um, etiquette handbook because that's what they really need. Like, they just, one, they tacky, but I think y'all are tacky, more tacky for even sending this out. And I said what I said. So now it's time for tens, tens, tens across the board. So my tens this week is going to someone who I think I gave, I think it was my, I said what I said a few weeks ago, but the baby, little baby, whoever um, was in the news because he made that um, homophobic rant at one of his performances. Um, And then he promptly got canceled. He got removed from... Uh, what was it, Lollapalooza, down to Chicago, and then um, he got removed from some other stuff, too. But, you know, he was trying to make it right. You know, the thing about that is that it was probably a teachable moment for him. Um, He made some comments about um, HIV and AIDS and, and, and... the gays. He did have some other controversy because he like posted an apology, then he removed it, and then something else, blah, blah, blah. But um, he met with Black leaders from nine HIV organizations um, on this week. So he met with the Black AIDS Institute, GLAD, um, the National Minority AIDS Council, and the Normal Anomaly Initiative. Um, During that meeting, he wanted to engage with these organizations to apologize for the inaccurate and hurtful comments that he made, um, and then also hear personal stories from people living with AIDS in the Black and LGBTQ community. So, you know, tends for him for really taking it to a level of trying to get some understanding and awareness about a situation that, you know, he really fucked up. So tens for you, the baby. Um, that about wraps it up for this week. In a few days, y'all, Beyonce will be turning 40 on September 4th. The world is going to go crazy. She'll post probably a few pictures from the elevator shaft. Hopefully she's not wearing that, um, Ivy Park rodeo because girl, no man. (laughs) I will see y'all next week on next week's show. I will be talking with certified happiness trainer. We can all use a bit of happiness right now. Tamara Zoner. So be sure to tune in next week for that episode. I'll see y'all then. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category Is right now. Category Is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith. 